Welcome to this edition of Cause Collective Radio on KZUM 89.3 Lincoln and KZUM HD. My name is Ashley Frevert and I am your host for today's edition of Cause Collective Radio. This show was created to highlight the great work done by many of Lincoln's nonprofits who are members of Cause Collective. To learn more about Cause Collective and how we help our members better serve the community, you can visit the website at www.causecollectivelincoln.org. And while you're there, why don't you go ahead and sign up for the free newsletter. Um, You can read all about the members and how they're doing, um, how you can support them. All you have to do is click on community newsletter, which is under the community outreach button. We have a fantastic guest today. Uh, We have Lincoln Literacy's Clay Naff. He is the executive director. Thank you for joining us. Glad to be with you, Ashley. Feel free to call me Clayton. No, I'm kidding. Everybody calls me Clay. Thank you. Well, welcome welcome to the show. Glad uh, to be with you. Why don't we start out by you uh, reminding us who, oh, who Lincoln Literacy is, uh, the great work you do. Um, we might have some new listeners or refresher for us normal, regular listeners. So please tell us a little bit about Lincoln Literacy. Well, thanks, Ashley. You know, this is our 50th year of service to the community. Lincoln Literacy got started in 1972 when I wasn't, I was just a little school kid at the time and you weren't born. So it goes back a long ways. At that time, good hearted people from this community were inspired to help with the issue of adult illiteracy. And they came together to teach people who hadn't learned to read or write well enough, but who spoke English, how to get through those challenges. And along the way, uh, we began to help English language learners. And those folks needed help in a different kind of way. Uh, Some of them were refugees, others were here voluntarily as immigrants, but we started to help them in small group classes eventually. And that grew and grew and uh, eventually before the pandemic hit, we were able, thanks to the good-hearted volunteers from the community, to offer classes at at least 20 different locations across the city, seven days a week, mornings, afternoons, and evenings. We were rocked on our heels by the pandemic along with everyone else, but we got all of our classes online within a few weeks, and we began to offer new kinds of classes to help people cope with the stresses and challenges of the pandemic. And then in recent days, hallelujah, we've been able to get back together in person. So now we're doing both. We continue to depend on the goodwill of volunteers who go through our training program and become tutors, either one-to-one or with small class of their own. Uh, And they meet typically once a week with students. Now the students may meet several times a week with different tutors, but we don't typically ask a tutor to do more than once a week of volunteer service. And the results are phenomenal. People really do learn, they really do achieve their goals. And now we're trying to help them to achieve more than just the basics. We're helping people get on the road to a career, uh, first to make a living wage and then to gain skills that will enable them to follow the career path of their choice and ultimately achieve their dreams. 
exciting and important work, especially for immigrant and refugees in our community, because they are so important, um, especially to the diversity and the inclusion we want to have in this this growing community. So thank you for that. Um, well, thanks to all the people who are willing to make it happen. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, you know, you mentioned the pandemic. I do want to mention um, in 2020, Lincoln Literacy won actually a couple awards. Um, you won Step Up Award from Prosper Lincoln Initiative for its workforce development efforts. And then you also um, were selected by Woods Charitable Fund uh, for the Lincoln Literacy's Bridgeway to a Better Life program as its breakthrough initiative of the year. So pandemic has definitely put a strain, but you still are doing this fantastic work that is so important. Um, could you talk a little bit about how you've changed um, as the community-based nonprofit, um, how things have changed due to the pandemic and um, how that's affected, you know, we've have um, helping refugees from Afghanistan and, and Ukraine. So a lot of things have happened over the last couple of years. Could you talk about how Lincoln Literacy has uh, become so, so adaptable? Yeah, you're so right. The challenges have come up one after another. We keep thinking, okay, that was the big thing. And then we turn around and here comes the next big thing. But yes, being a relatively small nonprofit is helpful because it's enabled us to be agile, to be adaptive. Uh, we recognized that we had to change in the face of changing demands. And to our staff's great credit and the credit of our volunteer tutors, everybody made the effort and the level of cooperation was wonderful. Uh, truly looking back on that, it still amazes me how smoothly everything went considering that we were all locked down for a while, that people were dealing with family members who were sick with COVID. And after having avoided it for a long time, eventually some of our staff members got it, a few of our volunteers got it. So it's hard to exaggerate the challenging environment that we were working in, but we did make the switch uh, early on to online classes. However, when you're serving people who have been forced out of their homes halfway across the world, who have almost nothing, you can't just assume, okay, they'll jump online and learn with you. Uh, we went to great efforts to equip and inform the people that we serve. Uh, we early on staged a drive-through fair to hand out information packets in many languages about what was going on and about how they could get online and then to give them Chromebooks that they could connect with and to help them take advantage of Allo's great offer of free internet service to free to low-income people and then later the federal government made that really widely available uh, but for a time there were people uh, and in fact, I think there still may be one or two of our clients who were living in places where they couldn't get free internet. So we started paying their home internet bill just so that they can continue to learn with us because we know Lincoln Literacy is their lifeline. It's their access, not only to skills that will help them in the long run, but in the short term, just to people who care about them, people they can communicate with. It's hard sometimes for us to put ourselves in the shoes of people who've been forced by economic circumstances to try living in a different country or 
worse by war or violence or oppression mm -hmm. to flee their homes and try learning how to start life over in a different country and culture. But many of us have at least traveled. And if you've traveled to another country where English is not the first language, you know what a struggle it is. It, you know how foolish it can make you feel. Even to make a phone call can be difficult or to understand how to ride a bus or how to do a simple transaction in a store. All of those things become really challenging. It can make you feel like an infant, but you know that you're a competent adult. So it can be very frustrating. Our tutors work with people in those kinds of circumstances to help them from wherever they are. It might be that they have zero English. And indeed with the Afghan arrival, some of them are in exactly that boat. Uh, they were forced on very little notice to flee their country before the Taliban caught up with them. And unfortunately, we know that for those who didn't get out, many have suffered death uh, at the hands of the Taliban in the days since. So it really was a life or death flight that they made. But they've arrived here in Lincoln, a place they probably never heard of. <laughs> right. And we speak a language they've never heard of. We have culture that is radically different from theirs. So they have to learn almost everything over again. And our volunteer tutors are doing a wonderful job helping them step by step. Uh, I've seen them bring in toys to demonstrate things. I've seen nothing but smiles in the classes. Uh, and, you know, everything starts with caring for others, caring for those in need. Our tutors are great exemplars of that. And so we say we create a community of caring and learning. Mm -hmm. Without the first, the second won't follow. Right, right. And using empathy is incredibly important. So of course, the people who you have on your team and the volunteers who are tutoring and um, you know the, the students and the members, it all takes some understanding at a level that you just have to have empathy. It's, it's You're so right. Um, so you go beyond to help families climb out of poverty and achieve their dreams. I love how you stated that. I, you know, we talked a little bit beforehand and, you know, helping families climb out of poverty. Um, yes. So it's, it's walking with them or climbing with them in, in your case. Um, and, and that's an incredibly important. So could you talk a little bit more, um, you know, maybe give an example? Sure. Example. Yeah, you mentioned the Bridgeway to a Better Life earlier on. In 2020, Woods Charitable Fund was good enough to select that as its breakthrough initiative of the year. The Bridgeway to a Better Life came about because along with many others in this community, during the early 2010s, uh, we began to realize the depth of poverty here in Lincoln, even though many of us are getting by okay, uh, some of our neighbors just aren't. And we, as we looked at what we do and what we could do, we realized there was a gap. Uh, we're very good at helping people gain mastery of basic skills to become fluent in oral English and to become competent readers and writers of English. And those things are essential. We call those the gateway skills. But once the gates are open, uh, 
the pathway to prosperity can be long and rocky. So we asked ourselves, what more can we do? And we realized in an age of plentiful online learning, the resources are there for us to help people uh, gain additional skills that will advance their lives meaningfully and ultimately get their families out of poverty. That's so important. Poverty is one of the worst traps that a family can fall into. It's tough on relationships to begin with. There's material want, people go hungry, people are cold in the winter and hot in the summer. Uh, all of that is real suffering, but it compounds itself when it results in children not learning, uh, children having a sense that they're not worthy, that they're at the they're the outcasts of society. And that turns into long-term intergenerational trouble. Trouble, of course, for the families themselves, but also for our community. So our mission statement puts community first, and it's no accident. We say Lincoln Literacy is here to strengthen our community by teaching the English language and a variety of literacy skills to people of all cultures. When we do that, and when we carry that as far forward as we can, uh, we're able to transform the lives of those families who come to us for help and ultimately benefit our community. Uh, that's why we built and are still building the Bridgeway to a Better Life, because we want it to be clear that we're not only there to check off a box and say, okay, you passed English level seven, goodbye. Right. Now we want to help people become certified nursing aides, become manufacturing workers, become uh, commercial drivers, and then to plan beyond that for higher education that can take them even further and to assist them in their job hunts and in planning their educations. We're not a community college and we'll never be one. Uh, we don't actually grant degrees to anybody, but we found that thanks to our volunteer tutors, many of whom bring their own skills to the table, uh, we're able to give our students, our adult students, the preparation and the confidence and the support that they need to actually get through those uh, challenges and over those hurdles. And in the long run, it pays off big. So it's deeply rewarding work for us. Absolutely. So it's not just the education piece of it, it is the uh, social relationship. It's um, the ability to help them find their community. Um, that's that's outstanding work. It's it's necessary and it's um, had a lot of, you've had a lot of success in the community. You're exactly right. It's the relationships that lead to the success in learning. Our tutors by and large aren't professional teachers and they don't have to be as long as we create that environment of caring and learning, uh, as long as our tutors get to know their students and figure out what it is they want to do and what they need to learn. And as long as the students get to trust the tutors, then good things happen. It's almost like magic, but it really involves a lot of hard work. So it's not magic. It's a, it's a heavy lift. It's a rewarding. Um, it's a def, it's definitely a heavy lift. 
so then that leads me to my next question. Um, how did you find funds to do all of these things? It's <laughs> so much going on all the time. Um, how do you how do you make it work? Well, first I have to say that the value of our volunteer tutors is impossible to calculate, but it's immense. We couldn't do a fraction of what we get done without them. So really that's the greatest treasure that we have, but it also takes a lot of money to get the job done. That's because we go out into the community to where the people that need our help can access it. So we have, we're not quite back up to 20 learning centers, but I think we're over 10 now across the city. Uh, and we provide van transportation for those who can't get there otherwise to get themselves and their young children to our classes. And then once the young children are there, we provide childcare on site so that people can learn. Of course, some of them will learn online as well, uh, but then we have to provide staff time to coordinate that and to uh, host the Zoom calls and the other kinds of online meetings that get that done. So taking it all in all, it costs over half a million dollars a year to conduct our services. And we're really fortunate to have strong community support for that. Local foundations like Woods Charitable Fund, like the Cooper Foundation and the Lincoln Community Foundation all support us. Uh, we get some funding through the refugee social service contract that Nebraska HHS awards us. But increasingly, our most important support comes from community donors. And we happen to be speaking uh, at a good time of year. Give to Lincoln Day happens May 26th this year. It's become the tent pole in our whole year's fundraising budget. We bring in about half of all donations during this month through Give to Lincoln Day. And uh, if anybody listening thinks this is worthwhile supporting, if you wanna just go to lincolnliteracy.org, uh, our donate links will connect you to the Give to Lincoln Day campaign. Everything that you give gets a percentage of the match pool for us. So we hope to raise over $110,000 this month and I surely hope we will because the costs of doing all of this are accelerating as the refugees continue to arrive. One big concern that we have is that refugees from Ukraine, from the terrible war that's going on there now, are not classified uh, by the government in a way that allows them to receive government support. So we won't get compensated for serving them and they won't have that support. They have to have a private uh, sponsor here, uh, but we won't ask the sponsor to pay for our classes. We don't ask anyone to pay a fee. We rely on donations. So as we've already started serving four Ukrainian refugees and their families uh, who fled the fighting that's going on there now, but we expect many more in the months to come. And we hope the community will support us in our efforts to support them. Excellent. Uh, how can they reach you? Where are you located? Our headquarters are at 9th and G, uh, just down from the stadium. Uh, we're on the northwest corner of 9th and G, a block south of the city county buildings. Uh, but we're out in the community more often than not. So you won't always find a person 
uh, at our building. Uh, most often our staff are at the various places that are made available to us by our partners uh, to offer classes. Uh, online, we're at lincolnliteracy.org. And uh, we do intakes at the Bennett Martin Library downtown on Saturday afternoons. So anybody who's interested in learning with us, and I should emphasize that can be anybody. We don't just serve immigrants and refugees. We also help homegrown Americans, uh, whether they're from Nebraska or even Kansas, if they must be. Uh, <laughs> we've had students from all over the US. Anyway, anybody can sign up for classes with us. And we're about to uh, release our summer schedule. We'll have a full slate of classes during our summer session and uh, we'd, we'd welcome any interest in those. Wonderful. You also have a exciting uh, newsletter that comes out, it looks like in the winter and the summer. And um, I think that's found on your website as well under the news section. Yeah. So if any of our listeners are wanting to learn more about previous years, that's a really good resource for them to, to access. Um, do you have a phone number that anyone can reach you if we they do. have access? It's 402-476. 7323. And the last four digits spell out READ, R-E-A-D. Thank you. That's catchy. That's catchy. <laughs> okay. Well, we are coming up on our time together today. I do have a final question for you if you're up for it. Um, as so long as it doesn't concern fashion, um, <laughs> all yours. You got it. You got it. Uh, so you've been with the organization for more than a decade. And yes. you've uh, received a nonprofit executive of the year award under your belt. Uh, Lincoln Literacy is successful and makes a difference in our community. So I'm wondering what keeps you focused, passionate, driven? What's your secret sauce that you don't want to be secret? <laughs> oh, gosh, that's really an easy question to answer. I'll admit I'm now past 65, so I don't have quite the energy and stamina that I used to. Uh, but I can never lose my drive for this because the people that we serve are so inspiring. And that might sound like it's a formulaic answer, but I promise you it's the truth. The people who we serve are so inspiring. They've endured things that fortunately I've never had to, and most people I know have never had to face. And even now they have hardships that are difficult to imagine. Many of the people we serve have household incomes of less than $10,000 a year. Imagine trying to scrape by as a family on less than $1,000 a month. It's really quite mind boggling. And yet they're almost without exception, cheerful and grateful. They really appreciate what we're able to offer them. And so it's easy to shake off my own frustrations, my own grumbles when I look at them and just feel inspired. I think, wow, how wonderful is it for me to be able to have a job where I get to help people like that? And the volunteer tutors who come to us are equally wonderful. So it really truly is an inspiring place to work. And I've always said and always meant it's my privilege to lead this organization. Thank you so much for joining us today, Clay. It's 
always nice to hear from you and the wonderful things that Lincoln Literacy is doing in the community. Um, so thank you so much for sharing what you do, what the organization is, uh, what their mission is. And um, yeah, so thank you very much. Ashley, thank you so much for this time. I've really enjoyed it. Well, thank you so much for coming in today, uh, but also our listeners. Thank you very much for um, listening to Cause Collective Radio in KZUM 89.3 Lincoln and KZUM HD. It's Lincoln's community radio. For more information and to listen to this podcast, you can visit www.causecollectivelincoln.org. And of course, tune in next week for another edition of Cause Collective Radio. Don't forget about Give to Lincoln Day. It's all month long, but Give to Lincoln Day is on May 26th. And um, yeah, keep listening to KZUM 89.3 Lincoln and KZUMHD. HD.